Hello and welcome Success Grid Nation for this new episode of the Success Grid Podcast with your host Hussain Talib. In this episode, I am speaking with Brandon Neely. He's an entrepreneur, profit first and bank on yourself professional and the host of the Wealth Wisdom Financial Podcast with his wife Amanda. They founded and managed Overflow Coffee Bar from 2008 through 2018. Now they share their experience and knowledge through podcasting and through developing personalized financial strategies for individuals and couples and businesses on how to use infinite banking, banking on yourself to scale your business. Hopefully you enjoy this amazing episode. Don't forget to subscribe and follow the show to get every episode. We are now available in Amazon Music. Search the Success Grid podcast. So first, tell us what exactly do we mean by profit first? and banking in yourself is there a difference between the two this is what you do this is your main profession so what's the difference between both of these yeah i am first and foremost a business owner and an entrepreneur and what i learned is most businesses majority of small businesses uh fail and it's not because of um passion it's usually because of revenue right and it also leads to divorces and things like that because of money has a big impact on everything else around us, right? Uh, What I've also learned, every business owner is in the banking business, whether they think about it, think of it or not, right? They are in the banking business. That's interesting. Uh, Every business is in the banking business, basically. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you think about it, even if you have an Etsy shop, uh, somebody makes a percentage off of it. If you do anything where there's a transaction, Somebody's using a credit card, most likely, right? Uh, and so thinking through that, and then also thinking through, hey, the cost of debt, right? People are using credit card debt like water, and somebody's saying, well, you you deserve this thing, and they're getting 22% interest, and they're working for a bank for a quarter of their time, right? Just for things like that. And so thinking about it from a business owner perspective, I went into business as a coffee shop to change the world, to make a difference in the community around me and coffee farmers world. Uh, That's why we did this. Um, But we realized we weren't paying ourselves a fair wage. We weren't doing, we were wanting to help people be paid fairly in Guatemala or wherever the coffee was from you know, Uganda, things like that. But then uh, we were not paying ourselves. And most business owners, they fall in two camps. They're either paying themselves too much or not paying themselves at all, right? Mm -hmm. What Profit First does is think about how do we make sure you as the business owner and entrepreneur are putting yourself and paying yourself fairly and profiting first, right? putting that into the system as opposed to waiting and eventually I'll get paid. That's that eventually never happens in a lot of cases. So do you think, for example, any business owner from the start should focus on from the beginning, how should, uh, or how should I, or when should I, or when must I start putting money and cash into my pockets instead of waiting when thinking is, is the business is really profitable is making like, really huge revenues and really profit, huge profit margins. 
Yeah, I think you have to start right from the beginning, right? It's kind of like the envelope system, right? So uh, you are your greatest asset, right? If not, if you are not taken care of, then you are not going to uh, do well, right? Uh, and so you want to make sure that you are paying yourself first and running a efficient machine. Because what will happen if you don't think about your money, and this is where I tell every business owner, is to make sure that you are the CFO of your business. Don't delegate that and run a lean business because everybody's going to tell you, you know, you watch, watch TV for five minutes. There is a plan for your money and everybody's going to give you um, things that you should do. If you do this, then your business is going to go great. If you do this, your business is going to go great. If, you know, and so by having a lean machine, you're able to figure out what really works. Right. Does that make sense? Like, like, um, so what they call it in profit first language is target allocation percentages. Your target allocation percentage, um, you don't start here, but it's 5% goes to uh, profit, 50% goes to owner's pay, 30% to OPEX, and 15% towards taxes. That means you have to run a, a business off of 30%. You're going to do things differently than if you were going to just put a lot of money into it. So, but you mentioned at the beginning that most businesses fail. So mm -hmm. why do you think they fail? And what do you think should be done before for the business to, let's say, profit? I don't want to say yeah. from the beginning, but uh, maybe yeah. that's tough. But let's say profit after like one year or two, maybe. Yeah, I think that a lot of businesses, there's a there's a couple things when you're a, a business or starting out. Um, I believe that there's a lot of uh, people who are in the entrepreneur phase that should be working, right? They should not be entrepreneurs because they, they don't actually understand how much pain it takes, right? There's a lot of pain in running a business. And there's a lot of what I call entrepreneurs, right? Mm -hmm. So, so there's tons of entrepreneurs out there, people who say they want to be entrepreneurs, but th they really don't want to because they're not putting the effort, like a podcast. It's an act of love. You don't make any money off of a podcast, but it's showing up, doing the things on the day <laughs> in, the day out, right? Yeah. Right? It's true, right? Um, and being able to grow into that, right? And so, so I think that there's three things that I tell people all the time is know that you know that you know that you're called to this. Whatever the business is, I don't care what it is. Um, be, have a passion around it uh, and then have a community around you who believes in you, not just the business, but believes in you and is, is there for you. Uh, mm -hmm. That's the second one. And then the third one is know your numbers. Like don't delegate your numbers to somebody else and say, it'll eventually happen. But like, you know, if we look at any business, if we invest in the S&P 500, for example, we want to know what our efforts are, what's, what's coming in. Why wouldn't we want that for our business? We should want that for our business. For the business, do you think that, and you mentioned one of and this kind of, 
people who think that they want to do something but maybe inside of them that they really don't it's like they they want it for sure maybe i'm not sure yeah. for that i don't know it's like the poor person who wants to to rent a ferrari for a day to show people that he has money and yeah. he actually doesn't have any so how important it is to have passion and how important do you think consistency is important to succeed yeah i think you know that we're living in a two different worlds sometimes where the super uber rich can do things and and make it and then there's the rest of us right uh and so what what really if you are a you know like the rest of us it's about consistency just showing up right and it's almost like a, a boxing match the last one standing is going to make it right uh can you outlast other people right and grabbing hold of trends like we've been podcasting for years before podcasting was even a thing i didn't know um and i wish i would have done a lot more efforts towards it but you know we didn't know we we just kind of you know and there's a lot of uh people who are like you know what what they say uh doing the podcast fade right where they start a podcast and then they they gave up right they stopped right because it, it sounded cool until you got to do editing and you got to do all the things you know you know what i'm talking about right yeah 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 editing a lot, um, a lot of people especially like you mentioned why businesses fail i actually read some kind of article specifically about podcasting like i'm not sure what percentage was but about 90 to 90 maybe 5% of podcasts in less than 6 months stop because uh, they stop beyond the 10th 10th episode or something like that yeah. because they think it's like you have to do two episodes and you are like golden you are going viral and it's it's yeah. it's not like that same with writing a book yeah yeah or building a so, website a lot Any a lot exactly a lot of people who are, are successful today let's for example in podcasting they have done it like for example for years like they started back on on in 2003 maybe 2005 yeah. these kind of years yeah yeah and i think that that's the the thing that people need to realize as they go into business is play the long game right we're not playing a short game and this is the the problem in our world is we've been playing the short game for so long and our even our financial foundations aren't stable and you know people will say and i've seen this i i do financial analysis for people all the time i'm a seven and eight figure business and they tell me and how awesome they are i'm like yeah you are bringing in eight figures and you're keeping hardly any right that is not a healthy business that is uh you are a slave to somebody else right so how do you build a business i don't care it could be a making 200,000, right? But if you keep 100,000, that's a better lifestyle than, you know, I'm a eight-figure business, but I only make 20, right? Um, and a lot of people are uh, this, this idea of whatever those numbers are, half of it's an illusion. And we have to kind of like take our um blinders off and realize that we are most of the time in an illusion and how do we build stable businesses that are going to last generations the most aspect of business is to focus on for example i studied accounting in, in university 
And you know that accounting is focused a lot on statements and cash flows mm-hmm. and these kind of things. What is the most important thing in business, do you think? Is it like Peter Drucker said, business, it's about innovation and marketing. Do you think mm-hmm. business, innovation and marketing, plus you need your financial literacy with that? I think uh, that's the hardest part of a business owner is it's all of it. Right. And you have to wear all of the hats, right. Until you grow. And so I look at a, as a small business uh, and I think about this as a, I have a four-year-old, right. So my four-year-old he now does a lot of things on his own, but when you start a business, it's like having a baby and you have to do all kinds of stuff that you did not want to do. You didn't sign up for, well, you kind of did, but there's things that you have to do that you're like, man, can you just like poop on your own? Uh, but they, but they don't. Right. And so that's the way a business is. And you have to learn all the different things until you can uh, delegate it. Now there's a couple things that I, that I think about is make and keep money. Marketing is going to be the main thing. Most of the time sales, not, not necessarily marketing, but sales that is important in every business. And I tell to bring the, to bring the revenues in. Yes. Yeah. I tell my staff, they, they're like, well, I'm not a salesperson. I'm like, well, every person in the world is a salesperson because if we didn't have sales, you wouldn't have a job, right? Uh, and so we're in that role. You have to be the, the number one advocate for your business, 100%, um, because even your mom isn't going to support you that much. She's, you know, you Most of the time, they don't even care what you do you have to go and pitch to strangers, right? And a stranger gets it, right? Um, I see that like at a coffee shop, right? And and you're like trying to get your friends to come and they're like, I'm too busy. But then neighbor comes, you know, anyway. Uh, and so you gotta be all about sales, but it's make money and keep money, right? So you gotta understand that everybody has a plan for your money, including marketers. So how do we make it and keep it so we can grow it. Mm. So, so how can we keep it? Do you, are we talking here about savings, like putting a savings account for the business or a personal saving accounts for that in the certain individual or certain business owner, for example, putting a sa- savings yeah. account for spouse or their kids or whatever? I, I think it's, all of them. And it depends. So I might have a different answer in a different phase of my business. Right. And this is where I lead into my, uh, a thing that we've created called the still method. And a lot of times in the still method, it's really asking questions and you have to sit with those questions regularly. Even if you're a solopreneur, you have to be answering these questions. Now, the opposite of still, and I'm going to get to what the still method is, but the opposite of still for us is chaos, right? And you think the world is in chaos right now, right? A lot, every time. Who knows what's going to, but when this episode airs, who knows? We might have aliens that showed up. I don't know. Um, with the, with the James Webb Space Telescope, yeah. Right, exactly. <laughs> who knows? I don't, I don't know, but but. It's possible with the couple of years we've had, um, but uh, chaos is confusing. It's haphazard. It's anxious. It's overwhelming and stressful. Now, 
I know we're in different countries, but do you feel like that's happening and where you're at? Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of things that impact the the globe, all the countries sometimes yeah. in, the, in the same way. Like for example, what's happening now is in in Europe between Russia and yeah. Ukraine, whatever. It's it's affecting lots of places, lots of countries. So yeah, it's and now I think the Earth Earth. <laughs> Reach yeah. a point where now there is there is literally no no boundaries. The internet right. has made it like less. Everything is less. There is no borders. There is nothing. Yeah. But countries have borders. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so I notice everywhere we go, there's that chaos happening, confusing, haphazard, anxious, overwhelming, and stressful. And with that, the TV and everything is telling you, well, don't worry about it. You know here's this, take this and you'll be fine. And all this, and, and we're sick all over the place. We're sick. And I believe that the small business owner is the answer to most of the problems, right? Uh, the entrepreneur, if, if they can make it right. And, and so we, but we have to be in a place of clarity, right? We have to be in a place of, of peace in the midst of whatever is happening. Even if you have a team of team of 20, they're going to look at you as the leader and say, where do we go, captain? Uh, and you have to kind of know where, where we're going. And so you have as a leader, any leader in the world, whether it's a business organization, a leader mm-hmm. should make a decision. That's the, that's the job of a leader. Yeah. So, so with that, it's going to what we call the still method. And it's set your sights. You have to know kind of where you want to go have a, a path plan. So you have to set your sights. Most people don't even know uh, what they want to do tomorrow, let alone. And, that, and that's why a business owner needs to have at least a, a five-year goal or something to, to be working towards. So, so you have to set your sights. You have to track your in and out, track what's going in, what's going out. That's the budgeting thing, right? Um, am I doing the things I said, right? inspect your progress. So not only do you track it, you inspect it, right? Then you look for 1% adjustments. What are the little things I can do if I'm going off course? What are the things I can do to, to recalibrate to get there, right? We, you invested in, I don't know, something in your business uh, and it didn't pan out the way you want it, right? You drop it, and you try something else, maybe look for 1% adjustments. It's going to increase um, marketing revenue. I don't know. And then you have to live deliberately, right? You have to actually be intentional. And you yeah. do this over and over and over again, right? And, and it's not just about money. It's about everything. Set your sights, track, inspect, look for 1% adjustments, live deliberately. Um, those pieces will help you have a full life. And it can be as simple as, am I having a good marriage, right? How, how, how do I want that to look? And so stopping actually helps us go further. And so that's the still method, which is, uh, seems counterintuitive, but- Yeah, um, the, the problem is someone, when someone's asked someone else, like for example, I heard that a lot when, when for example, a coach asks, their client, for example, what, what do you want? The yeah. answer would be like, hmm? you know, it's, yeah. 
like you don't know what is it that you want. So you're saying here that, for example, for a business, you must, it's a, it's a must for a business owner or entrepreneur to know what they want. For example, have a, a maybe a yearly plan or five-year plan, specific things related to mm-hmm. operations of the business, related to the culture of the business, related to the, to the finances, right? Yeah, and I think that that's it's a it's an organization. It's a it's a um, it's a living, breathing thing almost, right? And so your answers are going to change. That's why I can't answer the question of what should you do. I don't know. Depends on your where you're at in the business and and in general. But asking those questions and then your answers may change as the business is growing, right? Um, and I think that that's a hard thing because we want to have a answer to ease. Uh, I'll, I'll solve your problem just by this thing and I'll give it, give it to you. And that is a microwave culture that has almost killed us pretty much. Right. Uh, and, and we don't know how to be still, we don't know how to, to actually listen. And it's in that thinking time and in that, those, those pieces that we actually build a solid, stable foundation that are going to last forever or longer. Yeah. So speaking of foundations, for example, and these kind of things, what do you think are the most important resources for individuals in regards to finance or businesses in regards to finance they should have? Oh, like what kind of tools should they have? Or Yeah. yeah. Um, one is I think they should have a, a brain around it and think themselves. Um, one, number one, don't ever just assume Dave Ramsey or whoever else is going to have a, uh, understanding of that to, to be a, uh, researcher, right. And don't assume, you know, oh, you know, cause we're just parrots. Most people are just parrots. Right. They just copy whatever they heard on Twitter or on something else. But but understand why you think certain things. Right. So that that's the first thing is is kind of have a good uh, mind around it. Right. So I, I do something in in a space called uh, infinite banking and it's uh, it's called it's using whole life insurance that's properly designed to build and have access to on your terms. Right. That is how life insurance uh, works. Right. Uh, At least the way we design it. However, there's people who who hate it, who want to um, tell us how stupid it is and blah, blah, blah. However, I also know I use this policy to get through the emergency in my business when we had a flood uh, to buy my property and use it again to buy a commercial real estate property. Now, it's all about thinking like a bank as opposed to um, being the bank or, or, or being the customer of the bank, thinking like it. And so that's a different way, but also building a foundation. Most businesses are upside down pyramids, right? We're risking more than we can afford to lose, and we're doing it a lot. And that's why we're all screwed is because everybody's foundations are upside down and we are risking when we can't. 
Yeah, that so makes sense. Um, yeah, do you think? Uh, I'm not really sure. I think I read this quote like a long time ago by some German philosopher. I even forgot the name, but yeah. something like banks are a problem, basically. So, do you think that banks are a problem or are they actually a solution to people? Uh, without uh, this is an interesting thing because without debt, there would be no money. Right. Without the economic system, we and this is the interesting thing of asking of is debt a problem? Sometimes it is. Sometimes it isn't. If you can leverage that in the right way, it's not a problem. Right. Um, but a lot of people are the collateral damage of the system. Right. And so we want to think through, am I collateral damage or not? Right. And you think about it. Whenever um, a bank or a financial institution, they have payday loans here in the U.S. in the south side of Chicago, right? But, and it's, it's where these people are getting their money for really expensive to be able to do what they need to do, buy groceries or whatever. And, and somebody's profiting off, off of that, you know? And then within this system in the, in the U.S., uh, the Fed you know, and all of that stuff, it's run by banks, right? So are we better off or not? The jury's still out. Uh, it's been the most profitable business in the world. And it's been around since before time, pretty much. Mm -hmm. um, and will it go away? I doubt it. But can it be redeemed in a better way? I hope so. So is yep. there something around personal finance for people that they should not think of it as a negative thing? Yeah, I think it depends. So if you're in consumer debt, right, it should be more of a negative thing. Get, get out of consumer debt, right? Um, meaning you're spending more money than you're making. Then there's, and going back to being a business owner, there's two things that you can do. Make more money or spend less, right? Um, we can control how much we make, right? Um, hopefully. So that's that's a thing, but spending less than you make and creating assets versus liabilities. Too many people are like, I need to buy a boat because I deserve it. You don't deserve anything, right? Or whatever. Um, but I think that that's the challenge in our world is we're saying, um, and, and this has been over the past 30 years. You deserve everything. We went off of the gold standard. We became consumers versus producers, right? And, and you notice that our health is going worse than better. Uh, and it's just, it's, it's a mess. So again, going back to the still method of saying, what is sustainable for me? What kind of life do I want? Is the goal to be a billionaire or is it to have a life to the fullest? And what does that look like for you? And maybe it's not having uh, a mansion with a, a Ferrari. You know, maybe that's just a, a thing that we want because we want to look good. And may, then I would ask you, the listener, check your motives. Mm. So, so you mentioned getting assets or buying assets. For example, because for example, as a business owner, you want to increase the profits 
or decrease the cost. But when I see when we see decrease the cost, for for me, for example, we don't want it to be in uh, in the expense of an employee. Hopefully, hopefully. Mm-hmm. But yeah. when you when we talk about buying assets, what kind of assets are we talking about here? Yeah, I think about uh, I'm running. I run my own firm, right? Business. Uh, we created a coffee shop. So some of my assets that I had weren't necessarily a house or stocks, right? And again, speaking to a business owner, uh, your asset is your website. Your assets are your email list. Your assets is is what you have the social media context and 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 input output, right? Those are assets, right? That's what. That's why they think of valuations. When you do a valuation to sell a business, uh, they're looking at what are your assets? What are you making, right? Those are very different, but at the same time, you wanna have non-correlated assets. So for me, uh, I'm buying a building for my uh, office. That's a asset that's personally owned by me that the business is gonna be a renter for, right? And it's gonna rent to me, but I'm gonna have that asset that I can then use to buy other assets or leverage and use the banks in a positive way, depending on what the interest rates are, right? Um, And I might think that as time progresses, depending on what's happening in the world around us. Mm. Yeah, so do you think that, for example, like you mentioned, Assets does not mean in the in the internet in this internet age does not mean only maybe buildings and land these kind of or stocks or whatever it could be like I mean you mentioned it could be a website it could be maybe social media following huge social media following these kind of things do you think assets in general will pay dividends in the future and or there are some kind of assets that eventually will turn out to be expenses or liabilities? I think that that's a great question. Uh, And that's the hope of our business is paying us dividends, right? That's the profit first model, right? Of getting profit and dividends from that. And sometimes it's a grand experiment when you're a business owner, right? You're hoping it's going to be a uh asset but it becomes a liability right um and that's just going through life that we we think it's going to be a great idea and some of them are home runs right some of them are duds and so you have to figure out quickly which ones are going to be that and which ones are not you know 20 years ago you tell me social media followers would be an asset you know that didn't even exist right um, but it, but now looking at the attention and the lack of attention that people have now, the bigger your brand is, the bigger attention you have, right? Uh, and that's the hardest part in a small brand is that asset of attention and, mm-hmm. and how do you build that? That's, that's a hard one to, to even figure out, but you, again, it's like, what do you want in your life and what are you, what are considered assets for you? Like in, in living, uh, not necessarily on the cheap, but, but living in a, in a way that is healthy, I think. 
like there's a lot of talk now about minimalism and these kind of things like you don't do not need like so much physical stuff but yeah. you need at the same time to to live to live life like yeah. as yeah. you mentioned earlier to to the to, to the full potential of your life so yeah that's important i, I think about this with the coffee factor right the they call it the latte factor if you if you minimize drinking coffee you can save so much money and blah 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 and i'm like dude i used to own a coffee shop i would have hated that and i like my lattes every now and again don't <laughs> tell me that i can't do that right uh, because i want to be able to have the freedom to do that when i when i want but my numbers are going to tell me if i can afford a ferrari or not and my wife's going to tell me even if i could afford it you can't have it um right that's somewhat going to happen and i probably wouldn't do it anyway but um but again having that community having that relationship to the numbers to be able to um make wise decisions i think that that's the problem in our world we aren't very wise anymore uh we're told chase rate of return and the market has not delivered on what they promised you know the definition of an insanity is doing the same thing and expecting different results. And Einstein, I think so. Yeah, I just feel like a lot of people are insane uh, and they're doing different things and wanting the, I don't know. And I'm like, well, we gotta come back to some sustainability. We The world needs us to be sustainable, actually. Brendan, do you think we missed something important while we were talking about personal finance and banking on yourself? Uh, I think, again, it's just you as the listeners and all of that is thinking through this, whether it's if you're in the U.S., think about what infinite banking and, and that strategy, if it if it makes sense, like look, reach out to somebody. Right. Uh, and really uh think through your numbers like uh, the one thing i've learned in in all of this is there's no do-overs we have one life to live uh no backwards kind of thing uh how do we best position ourselves and if you think you don't understand numbers or want to every person is you know is going through there spending money or making money both uh how best do you make sure that you are a good steward and can grow your wealth. That's, you know, so so we can help more people. Do you think you can give us some fact about you that we don't know? Some shocking fact about you? Um, I will tell you, I used to be in the music industry. Uh, oh, okay. That most people do not know. And I worked for some of the biggest celebrities in uh, the U.S. and world. Um, and... I am out of the music industry for reasons that I cannot disclose, but uh, it was, it's some crazy things. Then I, I'm, I'm out, but that was a fun, <laughs> fun experience. The the music industry has a lot of, I guess, bad stuff in it. So. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, good and bad, but you know, sex, drugs, rock and roll, that's what they say. And I'm like, yeah, that's exactly what it was. And, um i'm glad that i'm i experienced it i'm glad i'm out and i'm loving that i'm helping entrepreneurs you know build more of a stable financial future that's that's the goal now can you give us only one takeaway for this episode 
Yeah, know your numbers. That, that, um, that's very important. <laughs> and hopefully, and hopefully the numbers are on the positive side of things, right? Yeah. Now, hopefully it's in the green, not the, or in the black, not the red. Uh, but know your numbers. And if it is in the red, what are you going to do about it? Right. Uh, you know, too many people are playing victims and we don't need to be victims. We need to actually be victors. Uh, and so, so stop playing the victim card and say, my mom did it or my dad did it or whatever. It doesn't matter. Like we're in a global world now. I mean, I'm talking mm -hmm. to you all the way from all around the world. Right. I mean, that's, it's amazing. Yeah, um, we don't have to play the victim. Yeah, you 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 have to work. You have to be consistent. You have mm -hmm. to you have to do the work eventually. There's nothing nothing comes easy. Whatever it is, actually, nothing comes easy in life. And even people, when you think about uh, whatever they are doing now, they they yeah. might be doing it now easily, but at some point they were working hard for it. But maybe that's how they were programmed to do. So maybe you need to change how you think. So maybe some kind of a shift, a mindset shift you need to do, but nothing comes easy. You have to work for it. Yeah. And you're not entitled. People in our, in America anyway, we all think we're entitled to it. I'm like, dude, you're not entitled to crap. Like, you know, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe yeah. I'm too too harsh, but you know. Yeah. So uh, Brendan, when can people get in touch with you? go to my youtube channel wealth wisdom financial if you if you look up wealth wisdom financial uh the podcast is wealth wisdom financial podcast uh we do podcasts fairly regularly uh and then do interviews on our channel on, on youtube uh very often and then go download the stillmethod.com there will be a book coming probably next year um it's all in here and not out there yet um but it's it's gonna come shortly so the still method go download the uh, playbook and then you'll be able to be in the know so when the book comes out it's gonna be a bestseller <laughs> hopefully i am waiting for that book to come out also so thank you brendan for being here today with me on this episode of the success secret podcast hopefully we delivered some value to people who were listening or will be listening to this one. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to this episode of Success Grid. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And if you found value in the show, rate and leave a review on iTunes. For more resources, visit successgrid.net. Until next time.